Good job, everybody. I'm just clapping my nose. <laughs> Great hustle. <laughs> just clipped your nose. Yeah. Almost you started did. To, like, did you clap and then like realize you're gonna hit your mic? Yeah. And then I like I <laughs> like pulled it pulled in. my hands back and almost like clapped my nose. <laughs> Clapping noses. No, yeah, that would have been a good one. Just a bloody nose during our show. <laughs> just to kick uh, things off. <laughs> I got a bloody nose. <laughs> right. Oh man. Yeah, just bloody bloody noses. Yeah, I know that's a good that's a good way to start, right? Everyone uh, I'm okay with it. Dude, I remember one of the first uh like random websites I ever visited, uh, I looked yeah. at bloodynose.com and it was actually, what? this is like back in the web point 1.0 days. And when it you can was, like make it when you can have a website just about anything. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> all it was was just like a little picture, like hand drawn picture with an animation. Was, I'm sure it was like basic, you know, flash, uh, as basic as it could be. I'm just like paint. little blood just dripping out of his nose, and that's all it was. I tell you, the when you, you when you land a domain and you and you lock in a domain, that is you know just prime territory to do whatever you want. And if is that what, I don't know, man. Like I gotta I gotta find out. Like my curiosity's killing. Well, me right I could now. let you know if that website's still around. I'll look it up right now. Bloody nose. Oh, that's it. Hey, I'm 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 with you. Like you're, they're gonna hit two hits right now. I know, right? Bloodynose.com is nope, it's it's for it's sale. It's for sale. Yeah, right. Hey, you know, they have a phone number there. So if you are an entrepreneur and you're looking for the new niche of 2017, com is ripe for the picking. Yeah, right. Oh, it's there. Hey, ripe for the picking. Oh, yuck. Bazinga. Gross. Gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's a good way to start off this show. <laughs> Just bloody nose. <laughs> we're, on, we're on point today. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Jeepers, creepers. All right, dude. Back from the holidays. Yeah, man. How did uh? How did everything just ebb and flow for you, man? Like it was good, man. It was good. It was very good holidays. Uh, good Christmas Day, Christmas Eve. Yeah. Uh, worked on New Year's Day, uh, but you know I shared a little bit uh, <clears throat> last week. A little, you know, the apology tour. Uh, can I? Can I? You know, my I New Year's to interrupt you. Yeah, what's up, man? I want to thank you for doing that. Oh, you worry. No worries, man. It's my you. pleasure. I love doing it. Yeah. I love doing well, it. I, I know you do, but thank you. And I think it's just, and you know, and as as we're on this, as we're recording this. I wanted to make sure it wasn't just in a text or it just wasn't in like, Hey, I'm talking to John offline. Thank you for, <laughs> you're, for you're welcome, man. Week. Yeah. <laughs> I, it was, it was my pleasure. You know, Ryan, I, I don't get tired of hearing myself talk. So it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was actually extremely enjoyable for me. I've listened to that episode at least 15 times. No, <laughs> I have it. <laughs> I have it on. I have it on. Re, yeah, I have it on repeat on my iPhone. And when I get in my car, the Bluetooth connects, and I just listen to the rich timbre of my voice. <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz! No, absolutely not. <laughs> the exact opposite is true. <laughs> no, but it was my pleasure, man. It was a little bit of a busy week for you last week, and yeah, man. You know, the the quote unquote holiday hangover, uh, whether you drink or not, right. I think everybody yeah. has a holiday hangover at some point. Yeah, no matter where, what. Yeah. You know, there's just so much uh, chocolate that's been eaten and so much, you know, meat and 
cheese and summer sausage and Ooh. Christmas blend coffee and pies. And we finally have filtered out the last of the Christmas candy yeah. here in the house. I took a yeah. bunch of it with me to work mm-hmm. uh, in a big Ziploc baggie and let the wolves jump all over that. And they loved it, of course. And uh, As you yeah. should, man. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, everybody, you know, you get that holiday hangover where you just, uh, you know, the holidays are fun. I've made yeah. no no secret on both of our uh, Shut Up Dog shows that Christmas is a big deal for me. I love it. Yeah. Man. Uh, but, man, I am glad it is only once a year. I can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Disneyland. I love Disneyland. Yeah. And I jokingly say, oh, I could live at Disneyland. You know, nobody could really live at Disneyland. No, I, you know, I mean, one, after <laughs> one day you just like, can I just get four white walls? Yeah. Right. And, and no yeah. noise. Yeah. You <laughs> That's know. what I need. Exactly. Uh, I love Christmas and New Year. Well, you know, like I said, I think, uh, you know, I told you, I said, you know, it starts in October for us. Yeah, man. Well, yeah, yeah. Halloween and then. Oh, yeah, man. It just starts in October and goes right into, you know, the the first week of January. So all the all the decor is taken down except for the Christmas tree. All the decorations are off the Christmas tree. I really watered that bad boy like there was no tomorrow. So I am just letting it drink and drink and drink uh, until the basin is dry. And then I yeah. can take it out of the house and, and not have to worry about, you know, leaving a trail of, you know, Christmas tree water uh, behind me. <laughs> yeah. You're not letting Shandy Dog drink out of that. No, no, I'm not pulling a Cousin Eddie and letting uh, Shandy, you know, a little, little tree water won't hurt him, Clark. Uh, definitely not. But it's it's really crazy though because you come into the house and yeah, it just it just reeks of Christmas tree and it right, smells yeah. really good. But what's funny is you're you're smelling death. It's the dying of the yeah. tree is what you're smelling, <laughs> yeah. and it smells really great. But it's like you know, actually, what we're smelling is this tree like hanging on to the last Giving vestiges the of its life. You know, it's like it's, it's like water. Water, you know, and we're like, "Ooh, you smell, smell good. Smells so good. It's like your the end rot of the fly. smells. Yeah, your rot smells amazing. Uh, <laughs> so morbid. <laughs> I know. I know. It is. It is. Kill it, me. Well, and we picked out a really great tree. This. Well, I shouldn't say we. Joanna picked out a really great tree, and yeah. it, was, it was a beautiful tree. And yeah. we don't really want to say goodbye to it. I mean, it's it's yeah. still in our living room. There's no decorations on it. Yeah. But yet it still kind of looks like it belongs. And so it's like <laughs> we just hey, we we are tree people. We have a tree in our living yeah, room. Yeah, it's like that's we're, where the lemmings are. Yeah, it definitely Christmas is over. We just still have a, a tree like in our <laughs> it's living just room. Just a bear t- I love it, dude. It's just it's a bear just, tree. Just, just I should take a picture. I know I should take a picture of it and put it on our Twitter feed. Put it's it uh up. yeah, man. man it is just is a bear times. tree and it's just like <laughs> And it smells wonderful. <laughs> you know what? This is our life now. This is our yeah, life. right? I know. <laughs> Everybody, well, Joanne, we're going to go get some flannel, and uh, that's what we're going to wear now. Everybody's uh, well, in flannel, and uh, we have a tree in our living room. <laughs> well, Joanna did ask me the day. She goes, so uh, about the tree. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. She goes, I know it smells really good. She goes, but, you know, it's starting to look a little like, what are we doing? I'm like, I know. I know. So I told her, I said, just waiting for the water to dry up. I checked it this morning and there's like maybe just about a quarter of an inch of water left. So I'm figuring probably by tomorrow night it will yeah. have soaked that up. And then, uh, then I can, you know, take it out in the backyard and unscrew the base of it and, and put it with the other one. No, <laughs> no, that one's gone. <laughs> yeah. And then figure out how, you know, what I may just do, I may just borrow uh, my neighbor's chainsaw and we may just, you know, 
Yeah, man. And throw its carcass into the fire pit. Well, dude, have a Yule log, man. Yeah. Like, well, we'll, we'll, we'll take care of like it. Season, a- if you let it dry out, it'll be seasoned up for next year and you'll have a beautiful Yule log for next year. Yeah, we will. Uh, or, you know, we just give it a Jedi burial and just burn it. <laughs> and just burn it and just, yeah, right? <laughs> that's the way it is. All right. Now, speaking of here, before we get into our uh, 2017 movie preview, and also, I, you know, I spoke yeah. for you a little bit last week concerning oh, okay. Rob Liefeld's uh, goal to produce an extreme universe. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I mentioned that I would very, I would very much be interested in a young blood return to print. Uh, if, uh, he could actually get a book out on time mm, yeah. and finish a storyline. <laughs> Uh, I, I would be very interested in, in jumping back into that. Yeah. That being said, you finally saw a little, little independent little, film. Yeah. They came I out. To, I got to go find it. I had to go mm-hmm. to this like, you know, tiny t- theater, little art house theater, little, little art you know, house with guy. a bunch of, yeah. you know, ironic hipsters hanging around <laughs> out there. This little, in, little independent film, uh, from just a, a, just an upstart company called, upstart. Uh, Disney. <laughs> And Lucasfilm. Up and comers. You know, we're really rooting for them. Up <laughs> yeah, and comers. these up and comers <laughs> called Lucasfilm and Disney. You may have heard of them. I did, though. No, I started off the year right, man. I, I started. Yeah, I said, you finally I saw Rogue One. I broke a promise. And that was that hurt my heart a little bit because I broke a promise and I said, I will see Rogue One before 2016 was over. And it didn't And happen. that did not happen. No, I didn't. <laughs> And I let you know how many emojis did I send you? that oh were like, you know, jeans. I find your lack of silence disturbing with Vader yeah, like choking Vader the air. Stickers. Yeah. Yeah, Vader, <laughs> Vader stickers and stuff. That was great, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, but we did see it. Um, my wife and I went, she's, I told her, I said, man, I've, I'm going to be in, I told her, I said, Lauren, my, my bride, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble with John if I don't, if I don't go and see. I was going to get in my car and drive to Austin, Texas and put my keister in your car. And and I was going to take you to a movie theater and we were going to drive, go watch that stupid movie. No, it's not stupid. It wasn't stupid, but no, I, uh, yeah, man, I, I did. I started, I said, well, okay, if I can't end the 2016 correctly we'll just let that be a wash and i'll start 2017 right and i will go see rogue one and i did man and i really enjoyed um almost everything i really enjoyed Mm -hmm. and there was a you know there's a few little nitpicky things that it kind of like when i saw it i had to kind of step back and go okay wait all right you know it's a movie and i've just gotta you know be reasonable so (laughs) i i had to be reasonable about a few things it it Um, is star wars so like you know as, you know, I, there I is a, there is there are a few things you know. You suspend disbelief, and there are some things you got to just accept <laughs> when you see it on the screen. You're like, okay, all I, right, all right. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yep, right. you just accept it, move yeah. on, move along, and, move along. And, you know, it's nothing. I don't think it's anything other than like what anybody's also said about um, the CGI character. Um, I, you know, I, I'm in, I'm on the other side of the fence with that. I, you know, I've seen it twice now. Uh, yeah. we'll see it a third time. Uh, my wife and I, my wife, oh, nice. you know, I, I, you know, I really don't like calling Joanna my wife. That just seems so like, is that weird? it is weird for me. It's, it's, it's like, like possession. I don't know. It's weird. Nah, I, uh, that's an interesting perspective, I guess. Like, right? it's, uh, you know, but at the same, I guess it's equal possession because <laughs> I am her husband. 
Oh, there you go. Reasonable fanboys has now become this week in marriage. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) The the third dynamic show on Shut Up Dog Productions. We decided to take our show in a different direction. Oh, good grief. (laughs) Be sure to listen to our third sister show, This Week in Marriage. (laughs) Jiminy's. Yeah, right. No, uh, Joanne and I celebrated our 19th wedding anniversary yesterday. Excellent. Very cool. Yes. Uh, Very congratulations. We celeb- thank you. Thank it's you. weird to say congratulations about that, but it feels like it's still due. I think in like, this day I'm and age, I'm happy for you. Yeah, I'm happy thank you. for you for sure. Uh, and we're right. trust us, folks. We're gonna get we're gonna get to some comic book stuff here. But eh. uh, you know, in this day and age, you know, it is, uh, and we don't want to. Um, that's what I'm looking for. We don't want to alienate anybody. Uh, but uh, in this day and age, you know, a marriage that has gone 19 years uh, is not always the norm we'll just kind of leave it at that okay it's not yeah. always the norm and so uh you know we've been married 19 years we've been together uh as a couple for yeah. uh 25 years 24 yeah. years yeah so anyway uh we both celebrated our anniversary by working uh yesterday oh. <laughs> uh but on nice. yeah but on the weekend of january 20th through the 22nd we, we've got a little getaway planned for us we're gonna do a little casino hotel action Good for you. Yeah, we we like to do the slot machines. We're we're definitely like goobers when it comes to the oh casino. Oh my gosh! I want I like you to wear like this Tommy Bahama like and like black knee high socks with sandals. And, yeah, right. Like I should these do that. Two short cargo shorts, oh, brother, and just 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 scooch right on up to the yeah. nickel slots and well, just go we're, to town. Well, we're staying at a at a nice uh, hotel and casino uh, here in Arizona. Arizona's got some very nice uh, hotels and casinos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, owned by the Gila River Company uh, and the Gila River Indian Reservation, they they really they they just got some really great facilities here. Awesome. And so yeah, uh, we're, yeah we're gonna be staying at Wild Horse Pass. We got a nice little room. Yeah. Uh, play some blackjack, play some slots, and we're yeah. uh, her and I are going to go see Rogue One together because she wants to see it in the theater. She didn't get to see Force Awakens in the theater. Oh, and yeah, and so she was bummed about that. I'm sure. Uh, it just I don't know how that just happened. It just was like. Just Him, you know. yeah, just didn't you know? So she wants to see Rogue One in theater. Anyway, I saw Rogue One uh, solo. I did like you know. Uh, yeah, John's getting away from everybody for a couple of hours, and I went and saw <laughs> Rogue One again. You know, and I I liked the the first time. You know, the Tarkin CGI was a little like at first. I was my first. I was like, holy crap, man, they got someone yeah. who looks just yeah. like. And then the more I'm looking at, it, I'm like, mm, he's not real, <laughs> right? That's not a person. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's you know, the, I think the second time knowing, yeah, that he is CGI, because I mean, I was I just, I seriously thought that was like an actor at first. I'm like, holy yeah. smokes, they found a guy who is like spot on. And then, <laughs> then when you start right, looking yeah. at the eyes and the mouth movement, mm. you're like, mm, I see what they're doing here. Uh, but you know, knowing the second time going in that he was going to be CG, uh, I, I, I feel that he blended very well and, you know, uh, Tarkin, uh, you know, he's a, he's a main character of the film. Uh, but I think the way he was shot and knowing that they couldn't just have him standing in just the brightest light possible, because then it would really look like, you know, you're playing an Xbox game in the middle of, of a star Wars movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, it is what it is. I, I hope it's not something that they rely on too heavily. Um, specifically speaking about, you know, Carrie Fisher and, sure. and where Leia may or may not be for episode, uh, nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, something I mean, that I hope they don't the really Leia character the, the, at the end, 
mm-hmm. when she pops up. I mean, that was that was the, amazing. Yeah, well, that, that was amazing. But it, yeah. it honestly looked better than the Tarkin scenes to me. And it I was did. just like, it did. And, and maybe they had a better model with her. Maybe they were able to get a model well. And from with what her, I understand, I don't know. From I, what I, I understand know. too, uh, they they also used uh, some still frames of Carrie from A New Hope and superimposed it upon uh, on oh, okay. this actress. Well, that'll and, help. Yeah. 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 Um, anyway, but yeah, but uh, you know the the Tarkin CG aside, you you thought it was really good. You liked it. Yeah, I mean, like I hate to, I don't want to nitpick coming out the gate. No, no, that's had, it. no, it's I, a valid critic. It's a valid yeah. criticism. It's it's that, valid. It was that and one other thing, and that um, there was two times. It was only two times in like the movie where I just kind of went hmm. Um, and that was Tarkin when I first when Tarkin first appeared on the screen. And mm. you're right. And there was a scene, and I and I distinctly remember this because I was thinking to myself like, why didn't they reverse the light source on both of these actors? Because mm-hmm. they had um, and I can't remember names. Krennic. You have to, yes, Krennic. director Krennic. Yes. He was in Shadow. He was awesome. He was so good. He was good. great. Right. Oh my gosh, was he so good. <laughs> but he was in, and that actor, I, I've seen him in uh, like 500 things, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to remember most of them, and I can't remember most of them. He just embodied um, that smug, great. arrogant, oh, so you know, imperial officer. You yeah. know, just really like, yeah, he was fantastic. So good. And it would be... Let's see. Um, but anyway, it was it was like a scene with him and Krennic and and um dammit. Tarkin. My brain. Tarkin. Mm-hmm. My brain. I'm sorry. That's okay, man. The uh they were talking back and forth, and it was toward the end of the movie, and uh Krennic uh was in shadow and Tarkin was lit up. And I'm like, man, yes. like why didn't they reverse that a little bit? Yeah. Like yeah. The, I will you, agree. think of your light source director. I will agree. I will agree with <laughs> like, that. But there agree. was that time and then uh-huh. there was um uh, oh, by the way, his name is Ben Mendelson. Yeah, he's um, Matt. He's Mad Mendelson's brother, the guy who played uh, Jalen Urso. They're brothers in real life. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. yeah. By um, the way, uh, Mads yeah. Mads is oh, in Dark Knight Rises. That's where I remember him. Yep, from. he's in Dark Knight Rises. Um, yeah. But he's also um, Mads, uh, who played Jalen Urso. He's in two uh, pretty good money-making movies so far, Doctor Strange and Rogue yeah. One. So good for him. Good oh, for yeah, him. Yeah. A couple, well, couple Mads Mikkelsen. Bo- is, Mads Mikkelsen, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And a couple of big blockbusters, definitely. They're related? They are. I believe they're brothers. They have the um, same last name, right? Nope. No? Nope. Am I, blow- am I blowing a, a big old Star Wars fart right now? I think you are. What was the last name of the actor who played Krennic? So it's Mads Mickelson and yeah. Ben Mendelson. Mendelson, man, where did I hear that they were related? I maybe could just be... maybe they maybe they did like a Blood Brothers handshake on the set. Maybe. No, <laughs> I'm trying to give it to. Oh, you. you know what? Never mind. No, I I'm being stupid. I'm being stupid. It. <laughs> You're not being too stupid. No, no, I yeah, am. Right. I am. No, because what happened was when when we when we saw Rogue One, uh, when James and I went and saw Rogue One, uh, yeah. we saw it at uh, Harkins, which is a local theater uh, company here in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, before like big, big major blockbuster movies, Harkins has like their own like reporter on the street th- oh. type of thing who does interviews. <laughs> yeah, who does interviews with. Uh, you know, cast members. Oh, okay. And, and she did an interview with, um, with those two gentlemen. And because I'm talking to James and, you know, trying to pay attention to what's on the screen. Right. I think I heard her say something about, she said something brothers, and I don't think she was referring to rogue one. Oh. It showed their hmm. names on the screen. 
And because I'm like, you know, James is like, are we going to, you know, he's doing his thing. Well, you know, like That's a 10 a good, year old, like a 10 year old. Impression. Yeah. Right. Like a 10 year old does uh, when right, you're seeing yeah. Star Wars and he's all oh, geeked yeah, up uh, and excited to see be. it. Yeah. Right. And dad was geeked up. We were both geeked yeah, up. Yeah, man. And so like, I'm, yes, you know, I'm like, you know, trying to maintain him and look at the screen. And I think what happened is I saw two last names that are very similar looking when you look at them. Yeah. You know? it's, I mean, and then I just hear Mickelson. Huh? Yeah. Okay. And I, and I hear what's her face say something brothers or family or something like that. Probably more mm. than, more than likely referring to the family dynamic of Jen or yeah. so and Jalen or so. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, they must be family because you know, I'm. So my bad because <laughs> I'm not yeah. paying attention because so I'm <laughs> trying to pay attention to like five things at one time and then yeah, speak intelligently sure. about all five. Uh. <laughs> Dude, I loved it though. But the, um, yeah, man, uh, they, Mads Mikkelsen was fantastic, uh, in, in this movie. I, I think he's a great actor anyway. Um, he's in a very cool movie that's on Netflix right now, uh, oh, really? called Valhalla. <laughs> and Oh yes, I have seen that movie. <laughs> that movie's bloody. But oh, it's it, and it's, it's crazy too. It's very, like, it's yeah, very, very violent, and yes, it's very got like violent. these weird dream sequences in yeah. it. Yeah, I saw that movie. When did that movie come out? Like two thousand eight or something? Yeah, something like that. It's it, it, it's trippy, but it, it's but worth it's, cool. a, it's worth a watch. It's worth it's a watch. Definitely cool. Th- that's kind of yeah. where his uh, he he got noticed uh, was for the, for that film. You know, one oh, thing okay. that I you know uh, not to turn this into another Star Wars episode because we got a lot of cool stuff on the plate, but mm. you know, to kind of you know fly in the face of of people who have uh, you know a lot of fans have said, well, what Disney is currently doing with Star Wars, and we've mentioned this on this show before, is try to either whitewash the prequels or just almost pretend as if they don't exist. And that could not be further from the truth at all. You know, I mean, we were at, yeah. you know, we were at Disneyland this past summer for season of the force and oh, there yeah, was, the, yeah. yeah. And there was prequel stuff, you know, all over the place. Uh, you know, there was posters of general Grievous posters of battle droids. You had Darth yeah, Maul man. stuff. Yeah. You had Qui-Gon Jinn, young Obi-Wan. So, I mean, you know, they, they bought the whole package now for right now the the hot money is the original trilogy that's what people are feeling right now sure. but but uh you know what i really loved about rogue one uh and if you watch star wars rebels as well too which i recommend everybody does it's on disney xd uh it is canon it is canon it it is official storyline uh as is the clone wars uh cartoon that used to be on cartoon network yep that is canon as well too and in fact, there's some Easter eggs in Rogue One that relate to Star Wars Rebels. And I'm sure our fans have already, you know, researched that to, you know, ad nauseum. But uh, a couple of really cool things that that was awesome about Rogue One is the transport that Jin Erso is being hauled around in was okay. a clone trooper transport that is seen in Revenge of the Sith oh, uh, yeah. on the on the attack of Kashyyyk. Uh, so, you know, we're seeing that, you know, clone war era technology is still in use, Mm, uh, and, you know, it may not be used in battle, but it's still in use. And then obviously a very wide open, you know, uh, call out to the clone wars when Mon Mothma is talking with Bail Organa, you know, she said, Mm -hmm. you know, you're a Jedi friend. And he's like, you know, he served under me in the 
in the Clone Wars, obviously referring to Obi Wan Kenobi, of course. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so you know the the fact that there were you know two, well, one very big shout out to the Clone Wars with you yeah. know obviously the the cameo of Bail Organa, the mention of the Clone Wars, the mention of General Obi Wan Kenobi, but then the uh, the transport too. So again, I just say that it's like you know Disney has not forgot about the prequels. They're there. Uh, yeah. It's just again the the hot nostalgic money lies within the the original trilogy and the new trilogy and well, yeah and that's the okay Force awakens being such a you know moment to shine with you know carrie fisher harrison ford and mark hamill like mm-hmm. of course it's going to bring up all of that stuff from well know, in in the kylo pre- ren the, the, the original trilogy kylo ren even mentions clones in yeah. you know because when he when he challenges oh, this canon is huge and that's yeah. and they reference bits and pieces from here and oh, there yeah. and, and i think you know well, when, when he questions this. the the first yeah. order stormtroopers he said should we be making a clone army like saying yep. you know yeah. if you can't get these guys under control then maybe we should start making clones right exactly you know? like mm-hmm. let's go back to that yeah um and i think i think that's cool i think that's a you know, we talked about that with the Marvel universe, how expansive it is and how like you could go and watch, um, agent Carter and you could go watch agents of shield. Um, and you could watch, um, those shows and kind of get more of the story. Um, if you're not satisfied with the canon of the movies. And I think, you know, that's cool that star Wars, um, as, as seeming as seemingly fragmented as it is, um, every bit of it is canon and it's all existing in the same universe and well, i think that's really really rad well disney did the right thing you know i mean when they when they acquired lucasfilm uh they they purposefully set aside quite a bit of novels and things like that is yeah what was originally called the expanded universe yeah they rebranded legacy mm-hmm. and said none of this happened hmm. this okay. is not canon this okay. is not canon so uh, they're, you know, Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade never meet, never get married. Now, yeah. uh, those books are still available, yeah. but Disney and Lucasfilm are making it very well known. In fact, if you, you know, you can walk into a Barnes and Noble tomorrow and go to the Star Wars section. A lot of these books have been republished and they now have the word legacy. It says Star Wars legacy. Well, that's smart, I guess. Yeah. You know, and, but I mean, for the, at least for the most part, I feel like whatever you turn on and watch, like, you know, whatever the you, animated, animated, yeah, whatever Wars, you watch like, now, whatever book you read yeah. now, there, there is about uh, seven or eight books that are out now, novels yeah. that are official canon and storyline. And what's really cool is from the expanded universe, yeah. Disney has brought in some of those characters like Grand Admiral Thrawn, who, a uh, very cool character that's in the Star Wars Rebel uh, mm-hmm. TV show. Uh, you know, Coruscant is another one that that George Lucas used. Yeah, that was originally in the book. So, yeah, man, it's just you know, Rogue One making a ton of dough. I don't think anyone's surprised over that. And um, what do you think of Vader at the end? Okay, so yeah, so uh, good good points about Vader. The I love, oh, of course, like the end of, of the movie is just, <laughs> just epic agitated, and everything um, agitated and irritated Vader. Who's got to come uh, out there and clean up everybody's mess. You just know? loved, loved <laughs> that in sequence. I loved the panic. Um, oh yeah. On, right. On the rebels. I loved the calm. Um, I uh, loved the, um, he's a, he's a killer. You know, he is a, he's a killer. He's a he walk. Is, he's a walking tank. You yeah, know, and he's and, a death machine. Honestly, like he yeah. is honestly a killer and a death machine. Every bit of him, you know, we kind of talked more Star Wars, but we talked about a lot of like what happened between him and Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he killed 
the younglings, like he slaughtered children. Um, it is not beyond him to walk into a room of adults and just go, Oh, like no problem. Chopping um, wood. Cho- yeah. It's just, it's just part of the process. There's no emotional, you know, emotional repercussions or emotional things that come back from that. Well, and what so, I, what I really appreciate about it too, I mean, not to cut you off cause I'm, I'm afraid I'll lose this is that, you know, when we, we see Anakin in the prequels, you know, he's flipping, he's jumping and, doing all the, the cool Jedi stuff that, you know, clearly, uh, you know, Vader could not do, uh, because of the weight of the prosthetics, the Sith armor that he's in, uh, that armor is designed to continuously cause him pain as well too. That's why I love, that's why how rogue one portrays him outside of the armor in the back to tank. If he can get out of that armor, he will. And we see it briefly in empire strikes back when he has the helmet off that, that armor causes him pain all the time and it's well, purposeful yeah, yeah. that Sidious wants to remind him constantly of just pain and that pain just makes him more and more angry and vicious right. but we saw Vader who did rely on some lightsaber skill oh, but, de- yeah. but demonstrated his just absolute mastery over the force I mean he's stopping laser blasts he's picking guys up he's choking multiple people at one time mm-hmm. uh, yeah the way you put it man Vader at that point is, is a death machine and just yeah singular I, in, yeah. in purpose, you know, and in for a, I felt like, but much more calculated yeah. than like a Darth Maul. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't just um, blind rage, you know? Rage, yeah. It just wasn't, it wasn't, it, it, it wasn't flashy. It wasn't, um, <laughs> and no, sh- you know, no style points. <laughs> well, there's no style. Yeah. And like Maul had style and, and he danced around and he knew how to fight with ad because he was agile. And Dooku um, had that kind of that grace and the dignity with his, yeah. you know, lightsaber. Had, yeah. Yeah. Almost like a fencing yes. lightsaber kind yeah. of fight. But with, with Vader, man, it's just like, uh, hack and slash and like choke just, and just, cut. I'm going to walk forward and you're going to die. Like that's what's yeah. going to happen. I'm just yeah. going to be here and you're going to be dead. Um, very dark. And I thought the, and I, and that's, that's what I really liked about this movie. And those of you who have, who know me know, I absolutely love video games, which is not a, not a secret to anybody. (laughs) No, no. But I, I felt when I was, when I was watching this movie, um, and if you get this reference, great, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you don't eh, just hang in there, um, it felt like when I was playing Halo reach, uh, the story behind that series is pretty awesome. The Oh um, yeah. Oh, one of the best storylines in that yeah. franchise. And Reach was yeah. fantastic because it's it told the game. story that it told was the last stand on mm. Earth. And, knowing and I, and that it was gonna be knowing that it was going to be broken and Halo the series starts after yeah. Reach well, technically did. In, so. in fact, isn't the last level of Halo Reach your Spartan, you're just fighting off wave after wave of Covenant yeah. until you die. Right. Yep. That's it. Yeah. You don't, that, that's the last you don't end. Yeah. There's no like victory point. There's no like, okay, we beat the last guy and now roll credits. It's like, no, you no, di- you're just, going to die. The, like, yeah, it's going to happen. It, as long as you, yeah, <laughs> you can keep going. To be yeah. Dead. But you, it, it will just keep throwing things at you until you're dead. And it's, and, uh, it's super heartbreaking. And it's, if you, if you invest yourself into, into a storyline like that, and it's a deep story, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Halo but, Reach is a, that's a classic. Oh man. So I, I, as I was watching toward watching the end of this movie and watching hero after hero 
take a fall and take oh, fall and yeah. take fall. Um, one Donnie Yen is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. Um, yeah, by the good. way, I, he, Ip Man, when I first saw Ip Man one, mm-hmm. um, I went back through his catalog and I started watching every movie that he has done. He's also in blade two. He is in blade two. He is in blade two. Yeah. He plays one yep. of the vampire hunters yep. or not vampire hunters. The, uh, the, vampire, one of the vampires, the, yeah, yeah. you're going yeah. after the, uh, the reavers. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, he's one of my favorites. Uh, his Kung, he plays, he, he's just an excellent martial arts master <laughs> guy. Well, and, like and he, he knows what he's doing. Well, and uh, he and Jackie Cap- Chan sort of level like he, yeah, yeah. Jackie Chan has capitalized on the fact that he does his own stunts and, and, and really made a name for himself in a, in a genre that, that could be easily ignored. Now you say Jackie Chan, everybody knows who Jackie Chan is. Yes. Donnie Yen, um, I tell you, this guy, everything that he's doing on the screen, there's no stunt double there. He's no. doing no. all of those things. And, and if you haven't watched anything by Donnie Yen, Ip Man, Ip Man 2, Ip Man 3. Ip Man 3 is a little dorky because it's got Mike Tyson in it. But Ip Man, <laughs> Ip Man 2. Like, hey, Ip um, Man. <laughs> Ip Man. Ip so. Man. But the, anyway, he's fantastic. He's great. He's got a lot of a lot of kung fu movies behind him, and um, and I loved his portrayal as one of the guardians of the wills. Oh man, uh, which is so by the way good. a a throwback to yeah. the novelization of Star Wars in, in book format. Starts out yeah. with this excerpt that was called an excerpt from the Journal of the Wills. Oh. So Disney brought that in, and it's a little bit of that is now That's canon, cool. right? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he really embodied this very cool, you know, because the the guardian of the wills were, you know, force sensitive, but were would never be strong enough to master the force, just yeah. simply be controlled by the force. I think it's almost like clergy of the force. Yeah, they they like could they, feel it. There with they it. could be they, a part of it. The, uh, yeah, they just yeah. they can't control it like a Jedi, but yet but they they, they serve the Jedi yeah. wholeheartedly. And yeah. yeah, that that scene, you know, where you know when when he goes down and you know it's funny because uh, earlier I didn't catch it the first time I saw it, but you know he refers to his partner as being formerly as a man of great faith who always believed in the Jedi. And then once the Jedi fell, he lost faith that yeah. the force would deliver and that the force could, could still yeah. be a positive influence. But, and we see him make a return to faith when he sees the yep. sacrifice of his brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? um, it was super powerful at the end, yeah. you know, toward, toward the end. And, and, I, and that's why I, mean. I had to make that reach reference because that's what, that's what I felt like I was watching. Oh yeah. Was, You're watching felt like the, that again. And the last of the heroes fall. Yeah. The last of the Spartans going down. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you know, a lot of people have said, well, you know, and, and the movie was reshot a couple of times and, uh, you know, Disney was a little hesitant to have Rogue One die now. Uh, and I can understand why, um, yeah, you know, man. It, that being said, you know the Star Wars universe it is is not uh, afraid to be dark. Revenge of the Sith, very dark. The Empire Strikes Back, very dark. The and movie dark, kicks off with with a shot in the back. Yeah, yeah, right. Rogue One starts with a shot in the back, yeah. and it's not the and he's not the bad guy, right? No, like no. he's not the quote unquote bad guy. Like Han he had, shot he first, had to make right? a sacrifice. Like, yeah, he had to make a sacrifice, right? Like he and, had, you know. And so Rogue One, part of the you rebels. know. Rogue One had to die uh, yeah. in, in order for the impact to be there and for the uh, the rebels reaction in A New Hope right. and their desperation. They know the sacrifice that was made, and that is That's why right. they are yeah. dead set on 
not only for for potential peace in the galaxy, but it's like we have to honor this incredible sacrifice by That's doing right. yeah. everything that we can. And what's really cool too, I think a lot of, some people have missed this is it also explains why the rebel fleet uh, is yeah. not mentioned in A New Hope because it took a little bit of a beating there. You know, at the end, yeah, right? no kidding. I, I know. Well, dude, yeah. I'm glad you. You know, we need to move on, but you know, I'm, no, I'm glad good. you saw it. Uh, it's a it's a great film, great addition to the Star Wars uh, cinematic universe, along with yeah, some man. really great books that are available right now. Uh, one that I do men- recommend that people read if they want to get a little bit of a deeper appreciation for Tarkin mm-hmm. and Vader's relationship. This book is canon. Uh, it is simply called Star Wars Tarkin, oh, and nice. it chronicles. Anakin and Tarkin's relationship uh, during the Clone Wars. Okay. And also, uh, and even the the uh, TV show Rebels hints very strongly that Tarkin knows that Vader is Anakin. He knows. Huh. Yeah. And uh, what's interesting is Tarkin is the only person that barks an order at Vader, right? Release him. Lord Vader, release him. In right. New yeah. Hope. And Vader acquiesces. He's not a lapdog. He acquiesces. Yeah. He also refers to Vader as my friend hmm. in okay. A New Hope. So, right. I, I, yeah, uh, if you guys want some more in, you know, insight, I almost said insult. If you want to be insulted, no, if you want to yeah. have some more insight into Anakin and Tarkin's relationship, pick up yeah. a book. You can get it in paperback form now, you know, like seven bucks, eight bucks. You probably get it used for like two or three. Uh, it's called Star Wars Tarkin. It is canon. Uh, it is a part yeah. of the storyline. Give that a read, and and it gives you some really, really neat perspective on why Vader isn't too hot at Krennic's complaints about Tarkin. Because it's like, you came here to complain about my friend. Yeah. And And Vader wasn't really known as having a wide circle of buddies, you know. Post I don't think he's too open minded on on other people's opinions either. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so. Another book I do we want to mention uh, brought to us by a or mentioned to a to mentioned to me um, or mentioned to us I guess by a fan on our Twitter account uh, casually Norm uh, throughout there that uh, he he recommended reading Catalyst as well Star Wars Catalyst. Oh yes, yeah. Um, which I have not read. I uh, actually looked at. I was like, cool. Let me look into that because I'm not. I know I wasn't going to see it right away. So I was like, well, maybe I have time to. Maybe I have time to leaf through this little pamphlet of a book. That bad boy is like 500 pages, man. Yeah. Like, now I think read. I have heard good things out. about that as well too. I think Catalyst yeah. though is a Legends book. No, no, oh, it's it? a, no. It is not. Never mind. Oh, okay. It is not. It is not. I'm sorry. I was thinking something completely different. Okay. Uh, it is canon. Uh, it's a Rogue One novel. It is canon. Yeah. So yeah. Um, the, I, I guess the reason why I only say is be cautious. Uh, not that the, the Star Wars Legends books are bad. There's some that are, but there there's a lot of them that are really good. Sure, man. Just yeah. in talking to, you know, potentially there may be some new Star Wars fans who, you know, maybe they didn't like Star Wars until they saw Rogue One or, or Force Awakens. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey. I love new Star Wars fans. Welcome to the family. You're going to love it here. Uh, that if you want to dive into the books and you want to maintain in canon, uh, there are certain books to look for like Aftermath, okay. Tarkin, um, Lords of the Sith, uh, Catalyst is another one, Star Wars yeah. Thrawn, which will be coming yeah. out in, in shortly. Just make sure that if you're going to pick up a Star Wars book and, and you want it to be in canon, if it says Star Wars Legends, okay, yeah. there's some really great Legends books. Just remember what you're reading is sort of like, um, what if, what yeah, if sure. it, it's, it's not recognized by Lucasfilm yeah. or Disney as being uh, official storyline. So 
Just let our yeah. just let our listeners know about that. No, oh, yeah, awesome. Um, yeah. So he he anyway he he had recommended that, and I said I said well, let me take a look at that. Maybe that I'll is see a beast it. of a book, a dude. I'm looking at yeah. it on Amazon right now. Jiminy it's, Christmas. The thing is like three inches thick. Yeah, right. I, I took yeah, I took a look. I was like, oh, maybe I uh, could sk- maybe I could skim through this before I could go noop. <laughs> Not well, you gonna, know, not going to fit that in. <laughs> well, you know, what we could do, too, is uh, on our Twitter Twitter feed, um, you know, I'll, I'll post a couple of links to some really great uh, in yeah, canon man. Star Wars books. I think. Um, yeah. Keep an eye out there. Our listeners would uh, enjoy noise. Um, enjoy taking a little read of. All right, man. Dude. So we have got uh, a ton of awesome comic book movies in 2017. We, oh, we went a little man, long on Star Lord. Wars there. Thank you guys for sitting through on that one. Appreciate it, of course. But man, 2017, I don't, Ryan, I don't think there has been, and I don't think we're going to have the time to break down each and every one that's coming out, but man, I no. don't know of a year where we're going to have this many comic book movies. I mean, there is a lot. It's a big one. It's a big Yeah, un. there is a the, lot. I tell you, as, um, I know this is a sensitive subject, and so I, I tread cautiously <laughs> as I, as I talk. You're going to talk Lego uh, Batman? No. <laughs> dude, that I did. That's see gonna that be fun, dude. We that's we, gonna be a fun movie. Yeah, we're we're I'm already in for Lego movies. We so. already have our plans to go see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. as you should, because it's gonna be hilarious mm-hmm. and fun. And oh yeah, man, anyway, the Lego movie so, yeah. was, dude. By the way, if you haven't seen the Lego movie, see it. See it. It's hilarious. See, it's, it, buy it. Go buy yeah, it on iTunes it is, right now. I know it is so good. <laughs> I right, mean, um, what, what are we treading lightly on here? Uh, well, you know the trailers that happened before Star Wars Rogue One. I was uh, privileged to the Lego <laughs> Logan. Batman. Logan. Okay. All right. <laughs> but Lego yeah. Batman. I saw that one too. It's good. Uh, you know, then the guitar came in on Johnny Cash's oh, Hurt. And whiz. it was the first time. You hush up. <laughs> you, you hush over there for a minute. All right. Go ahead. I tell you, I had not seen that trailer in the theater. I have not seen that trailer in the theater yet. Okay. I've only seen it on YouTube. I've only seen it on my tiny That's little, crazy, my, man. Dude, my little s- MacBook speakers. I saw it I with Doctor Strange. It. I, I Maybe that's it wasn't crazy, big. man. Okay. No, that's cool. I could be wrong. I could just have forgotten. Yeah. No, I got, I got, it I got the hurt before trailer, Doctor though. Strange. Yeah. What it mine was. I know it wasn't the hurt was. Okay. Anyway, mine, mine yeah. was the hurt trailer. Yeah. Wow. Okay. No, that's fine. Trailer. I mean, it just may have been the theaters that we were at. Yeah. It you could know? have been. No, I was mm-hmm. at a, I, that Doctor Strange, I saw it at a theater that is not the Alamo and I don't recommend that. So. <laughs> I, well, I don't have Alamo theaters. Yet. Here. Yet. I, it's coming. Yeah, it's, no, they keep saying there. they're going to come here, but you know what? Whatever. I thought they were building one in Chandler. Anyway. No, well. No. I'll believe it when I see it. I hear you. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Crotchety old. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> All right. The, so you got to see Logan, the Hurt trailer. I got trailer. to see Logan in the Hurt okay. trailer, and I all tell right. you, seeing it on the big screen, looking at all of the little things that I have been, after I've watched this trailer 500 times, I can start looking at the details. And, um, you know, seeing the see the shot of him and X twenty three that grabs his hand. Yeah, uh, she's in those little like those loud like you know goofy glasses, sunglasses that she's got on. Probably and she, and she, she hasn't. Um, she maybe hasn't been in sunlight, and so may, like maybe, maybe it's hurting so. her eyes or something. Yeah. But she grabs his hand in a scene, and he's standing there. And I didn't notice this before, but he's standing there, and he's got a wooden pole. Yeah, that he's holding, and I'm like, yes. dude, that's a shovel, and I swear to God, he's probably burying Charles. Like, I, I can, I, are we sure it's not a me. are we sure it's not a walking stick? Because didn't old man Logan it use looked, a walking stick? He I can't remember, but 
I have the book right over there. I could probably look it up. I, I want to say that I, he did because I mean you could be right. It didn't but I want to say like that a walking he, stick though. Okay. It, that's okay. I mean it, it didn't look like a um it didn't look like a like a stick he would go pick up and like fashion. It okay. looked like a polished handle. Uh, that okay. would be the that would be the other end of a shovel. Maybe so, he's getting ready to test X twenty three's healing factor and was gonna smack yeah, yeah. her right in the right in the chops <laughs> with it. Right. See how she does. All right, pick yourself up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I anyway. So I watched the trailer. I uh, I was moved. I am excited about that movie. <laughs> I'm glad you um, are, man. I you know I've got a especially man, after I, watching it evolve. And I feel for you. I feel, man. I I don't want oh. feel sorry for me afterwards, man. I love like, you. Don't feel sorry for me. I love now. you, feel brother, but after. you're gonna get those expectations like Trump Tower mm. level and it happens, gonna, though. they're gonna like, come crashing. It's never not gonna happen where I'm man. gonna be excited. Well that's why I said last week, dude, you're the most positive guy I know, man. A glass could be empty and you're talking about how full it is. Um <laughs> how full it can be. How full it can be, yeah. Thank <laughs> yeah. you. Uh, no, nice. you are, man. Nice you are compliment. definitely the most positive person I know. I you know, I, I will agree that uh, you know, seeing it on the big screen and and I saw it uh when 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 we saw Doctor Strange uh, right, in November. Yeah. Uh, definitely gives a little bit more of the, the feels, you know, that being said, man, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to keep kicking on the X-Men horse here. Um, boy, howdy. I'll tell you. It's a you, lot to come back from. It, it, it like, is. I'm not, and I'm not in utter denial of what's come before it. I, it I has mean, a lot to come back from. Well, and, I will be seeing it in the theater because yeah. it is rated oh, yeah. R. It, it, it is carrying an R rating. Yep, it is. Absolutely. hundred yeah, percent. In so, fact, Jackman took a pay cut. I read that, that he took a pay cut to make sure that it was. And what Fox, you need, it, it Fox needs gave to him, be. It Fox needs gave, to and be. that's, and I, and I, you know, and we had this conversation, um, a few weeks ago now, but it was about how I would not be like, sh- I would, I would, I would be disappointed, but I would not be surprised if they gave it the PG 13. And I and said then, that I would not see it theatrically if it was PG 13. Yeah. And you, yeah. you said that's not going to happen. It's going to be rated R. And I'm like, dude, I am, I am with you. I want it to be as well. And then I read that Jackman actually took the pay cut and he said, you know what? No, this needs to be, it was important enough to even him to say, no, it needs to have this rating. We need to see Logan in the way Logan is going to be. And we can't do that with PG 13. It's no, just not well, going to happen. And, and they, they demonstrated that it worked in the uh, extended cut of the Wolverine uh, that yeah. was available on Blu-ray and digital, uh, a, a much better experience. I, you know, I'm not going to just keep hammering that point home. Uh, the, the extended cut of the Wolverine much better than the theatrical cut and sold very well, sold very well on yeah. Blu-ray sold very well digitally. I think it was the number one movie on iTunes for yeah. a good, like almost three months, which is a pretty good run for yeah. sales. Right. So, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, it makes Deadpool sense. Obviously being in the top 10. Absolutely. Deadpool again, proves like, that you can do. It's going a, to sell tickets. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to sell tickets. Yeah, right. So, Right. Put people in the seats, get butts in the seats, and an R rating is not going to deter no. the people that really want to see this movie. Yeah, they can't bring their eight-year-old with them, or you can, I guess. It's a free country if you really want to. But if, you know, most people are going to be like, look, I, this is what we want. This is the Logan. When I read Old Man Logan, when I read Wolverine comic books, I don't see a PG 13 Wolverine. No, because it's like, we never have no, because there's two different, there's two different Wolverines that are presented, uh, in Marvel comics that, you know, the, the yeah. Wolverine that's a part of X-Men would, would fall into a quote unquote PG 13. That's okay? right. A little bit. Yeah. Whereas, uh, a standalone Wolverine would be R rated, you mm-hmm. know, it's a little bit more violent. 
so, you know, not to spend too much time here on, on Logan, uh, it's R-rated. I, I'm going to hold true to what I said. I will go see that in the theater. Yeah, man. I don't believe this will be the last time that we see Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Uh, yeah. Now, I don't think we're going to see Wolverine in another X-Men film. I, I believe we will see a Wolverine cameo in Deadpool 2. I think we will see it. And not, I, a, I would, not a Hugh Jackman, a Wolverine cameo. He's probably not going to be a, a major character, uh, but I could definitely see. Yeah, there's got to be. That'd be. I funny. could definitely see a little, maybe two or three minutes of screen time yeah. between the two. Maybe they get into a little tussle with each other. They cut off each other's arms and they, you know, grow yeah. back or something. Yeah. Uh, I, I think you will see Hugh reprise Wolverine one last time. It will be in a Deadpool flick. Not well, we know Deadpool exists in the X-Men cinematic universe now. Right. Right. Uh, right. We, that, that's that's uh, well established. But I think we'll in, see him in and around in, in, in and around and on <laughs> yeah. top of and yeah, and in essentially both because he's self-aware of his existence and X-Men origins. Right. Um, so, but I think we will see uh, I think we'll see Wolverine in, in a Deadpool film. I, I believe yep. we will. A small cameo. Now, in terms of an X-Men film, another standalone Wolverine. Uh, no, I don't believe we will. I, I, I don't think so. And I think, um, well, we're going to be seeing some <coughs> new. Uh, Excuse me. Oh, it's OK. Um, bless you, by the way. Uh, we're going to be seeing some neat, not neat. I shouldn't, I want to say neat because neat. it's a positive word. <laughs> right. Neat. It's neat. But the, um, but upcoming in the pipeline, I looked at this and I saw this today and this has probably been out for a minute, but I finally saw it today. Um, that X-Men, the new mutants and X-Men supernova are both filming in 2017. Yeah. So, we're going to be obviously uh, taking a break from the well, we're taking a break from the X Men characters. Yeah. It looks like for a while. Yeah, New Mutants and Supernova, like um, you know, which is interesting because Cable hey. is a big part of the New Mutants, and yeah. and we know that Cable will be in Deadpool too. So yep. Yep. you know, what's going to be the connection between those two? That's going to be very interesting to see. Yeah, we'll we'll see where that kind of takes us. But I, those are starting to film, so we won't see anything from that for quite some time. But probably no, probably no. the end of I'm I'm assuming probably the end of 2017 or beginning of 2018, we'll get a trailer. Oh yeah, um, somewhere somewhere so, around Comic Con, we'll get a little yeah, we'll get a little something. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's probably perfect timing. So the the next one that's on the docket in terms of release schedule, uh, we we touched on Lego Batman. That's going to be early in the year. It's going to be February 2017. It's going to be fun, but you know. Uh, I don't know if that one directly counts because that's not a part of any sort of cinematic world, but Lego it, Batman it, is definitely going to be counts, man. It's a, it's a superhero it, movie. It's going to be fun. Reasonable fanboys. Yeah. It's it going to be counts, fun. Man. Go check it out. Go see that in the theater. It's going to be fun because Batman stole the show in the Lego movie. He's very funny. Yeah, he that. did. Uh, but that after Will Arnett that did the voice, yeah, and Will Arnett, Arnett will be doing the voice again uh, for so the Lego good. movie. Yeah. Right. So good. Um, don't so forget about my dark tower though. Oh, dark, no dark tower. Yeah. We'll, we'll make it this it's week. It's in February. It's in February. Yeah, it's, that's it's, right. It's coming out the in dark February. Tower. But though that's a little iffy because dark tower was a novel before it was it's a comic a, book. Yeah. It is a fringy, it's a fringy topic, okay, I know. but, but you, because I'm it will be good though. Fan, it will be good with Mr. I'm, Matthew, I'm a McCona- fan of that. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> so Dude, after- he turned down a role in, um, guardians Two to be mm-hmm. a part of dark tower. So, I don't, you know, I know that kind of says some things about some actors, but with old McConaughey, Mm -hmm. you know, choosing, deciding to go into uh, what I would consider as a little bit of a lesser known um, forefront on that. I mean, Dark Tower is definitely in circles that I talk to. We're all nerds and we love Stephen King epic, you know, these fantasy tales, Mm -hmm. but to pick a role that 
you know, when you've got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 that's coming, which I saw the trailer in the theater for that, the um, when that's about to break and he turns down a role for that movie, which is going to make make Hand Over Fist its own money, um, to go into another role like Dark Tower, the Dark Tower series, um, I think that's cool, man. I think it's a good step in the right direction. And I think, and I hope Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey deliver, and I hope the movie delivers because I want to see that series of movies. Man, yeah, I me really too. Do. Me too. I, I agree. I agree. It's going to be very interesting to see how that translates to film. The The Dark Tower series is yeah. an epic uh, volume of books and super cool. It, yeah. And, you know, it was, it was proven with, you know, the Lord of the Rings that you can yeah. take, you know, very heavy books and make four hour movies out of them. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. if you watch the extended cuts, um, you know, but like then they also hours of content. For yeah, those right. Movies. But then they also show that you can take a 100 page book called the Hobbit and make eight hours worth of movie out of <laughs> make, that one as yeah, well. Too. Seriously. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, after, uh, after Thank you for letting me tirade about, no, dark you're, tower. no, that's good, man. No dark tower, man. That's good. That, that I, I'm looking forward to that as well too. After, uh, Logan, uh, guardians of the galaxy two will, yep. will, will be next, which is interesting because the, first one was an august release uh this one is going to be an early summer release okay around about the same time as our amazonian princess makes her way to theater so we're going to get a little bit of marvel dc throwdown showdown uh box office wise we'll get to wonder woman here in a second but uh guardians of the galaxy volume two uh, I saw the trailer as well too i've seen it about a million times i'm a little worn out on i am groot I am Groot. Oh, yeah. cute little Groot. I think I think Groot's going to be fun in this. I've said this in a previous show. Baby Groot exists to sell merchandise. Do not <laughs> see that any other way, Marvel fanboys. He is there to sell merchandise you know because what? you I can know. already go to your local toy store and find Baby Groot merchandise <laughs> it's the front of the table so that's why he's there i think he's gonna be fun and uh, you know that scene where you know rocket tells him you know the do yeah, this the press this button, button you know yeah, and then yeah, he yeah. has groot yeah. repeat it it is a cute scene i am groot i am groot i am groot no right i mean that that yeah. is a cute scene it's funny. I, I sincerely hope that it's not two hours of baby Groot. Just a sight gag. Yeah, saying I yeah. am Groot all the time. Chances are we'll probably see adult Groot by the end of the film, I'm 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 guessing. Uh this one here is really interesting in the fact that it's not going to have much or anything to do with the Infinity Stones. I'm kind of excited about that. I think it's going to be very cool. Uh, it, they they will be a part of the Infinity War. Marvel they has will. said, yeah. Zoe Marvel has said, was was confirmed yes, just yeah. this week, actually, uh, that she had an interview. I hate to interrupt. Sorry, man. No, that's fine. But no, finish it was, up. She was she was uh, she was interviewed uh, this week, and she confirmed it that she's going to be inside of Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And if and if and if um, and if she's in it, then then by God, Rocket, Star Lord. I, the, the rest of them we, are going to be. We in better it. get a rocket Tony Stark smart ass con- confrontation. <laughs> I am looking forward to that, right? Uh, no, it, it's going to be very refreshing that, that yep. uh, Guardians Volume 2 is going to take a little bit of a breather uh, from yeah. the Infinity Stones. You know, we got we got a breather of the Infinity Stones with Ant Man. Yeah. Uh, not so much with Doctor Strange, while it's not overtly mentioned in Doctor Strange, uh, yeah. it is, uh, you know. It is there. It is present yeah. with that. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Guardians Volume Two. Um, Kurt Russell's in that, which is really I, cool. Yep. Right. Uh, yeah. Star Lord's mm-hmm. Papa. 
Yeah. Now there there is uh, there is Mor- uh, Mori Povich shows up and, and does it. Yeah, right. Yeah, and, and he starts dancing. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, there is a rumor though that Thanos will be in the movie, and I don't know. In it, Ga- in Gal in Guardians two. Yeah, in Volume two. Um, I guess Josh hmm. Brolin is on the he's on the. I, he's on the IMDb cool. page for it, so right. we we may maybe more than likely end credits or mid credit scene, a little yeah, bit of true. Thanos leading into uh, Ragnarok, I would imagine. Uh, followed yeah. up after Guardians Volume Two, Wonder Woman. You and I have talked about this. Oh, this man. one is the one I'm looking forward to the most into in 2017. Oh, oh yeah, movie of the year for sure. Yeah, this is you know Wonder Woman's first time on screen. This is also going to be the first time that a female led comic. Pay attention, Marvel. That a female led yeah. uh, character will be on screen. Gal Gadot. We had our skeptics, well, our skepticisms, I should say. She yeah. absolutely so happy to be. So I've I've eaten count so me much wrong. crow. Yeah, right. I barbecued delicious. crow and just ate right? ate all of it. I, I, we, we have talked at nauseum, heard her scenes yep. in Dawn of Justice. We don't mm-hmm. need to revisit that. We both nah. think that she is going to hit a grand slam in Wonder Woman. Uh, trailer is fantastic. There's a new trailer that's out a little bit different than the previous one. Yeah. Um, but, uh, nothing, it doesn't really reveal anything different. Just and, some more action. And and I like how this one's being presented. It's it's really not tipping its hat and showing us too much, which is what Dawn of Justice unfortunately did. Showed us a little too much, yeah. right? And so it, there there were some things that were surprising, like the Flash and things like that, uh, Cyborg, yeah. Aquaman. But you know mm-hmm. we saw Doomsday in the trailer and all this stuff. Wonder Woman, they're taking a much different approach and and really not showing. Hey, check out all the cool stuff that's going to be in this movie. Now give us money, and and go see well, it. And that's what's nice about that. And and I know that they've even talked about Justice League since. And I read another yet another article that says, hey, BVS was dark and it was going to be. And uh, but with Justice League um, and movies moving forward, they are going to be they're going to be much more fun. They're going to be lighter um, and they're there for enjoyment and entertainment. And I think I think that's a good move. I think it's a step mm-hmm. in the right direction. Yeah. And, um, and I, so I yeah, think it's, I'm excited. I, yeah, totally. And I think it's, you know, uh, I still maintain that Dawn of Justice had to be dark because it, it, it had to show Kal-El embracing. Yep, He's not human, but he's human in spirit. Right. He had, he had to embrace that sacrifice for humanity. Yeah. And uh, maybe he'll so, wake up from this nap and. and yeah. You know, so, I, yeah. Right and, and, the bed, so. Yeah. So I think that, you know, it was intentionally dark and but it is a good, good sign that these movies can be heavy, but we don't have to just be gritty, you know, yeah. for a full two hours. After Wonder Woman, this is going to be the big one. Um, well, I was, when I say big one, I think the expectations, expectations are going to be very high for Wonder Woman, I believe, and I believe it's going to deliver. Yeah. I'm very you, excited. You talk about yeah. the expectations for this one. Spider-Man Homecoming uh, <laughs> will be in July. Uh, I am cautiously optimistic. I, I don't want to. I, I have Ryan. I have Tony Stark exhaustion at this point i i know why we need to have tony in this movie i love the end of that trailer of iron man and spider-man flying through uh new york i thought that was a very cool visual i guess this is just a great way to make to make sure that robert downey jr stays in our movies without having to make an iron man 4 right um i get the money behind iron man 4 uh well maybe well 
Well, we're not going to do an Iron Man 3 conversation tonight. Um, something to wash the palate. But uh, <laughs> the... Don't get your digs in. Don't, uh, don't start off and then nah, just, nah, just nah, start nah, getting nah, your digs nah, in. Nah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, you, know, it, it, you know, Tony Stark is definitely plays a large role in the trailer. I, yeah. I'm, I'm hoping that what we see in the trailer yep. is like maybe two more minutes and then that's yeah. all we get of Tony Stark. Uh, well, then I, it I becomes really, a Tony Stark, Peter ugh, Parker movie. Iron Man, and you we, know. We need to see, we need to see, you know, speaking of palate cleansing, we need a Spider-Man that's going to deliver yes. um, in a story. And I think it's great that, that and, and not relying and on, is, we're not relying on Iron Man to carry a Spider-Man movie. Well, we don't need to. And I, and, no. And I was honestly, and that's, and that's the kicker. I think that's the kicker for me on, on watching the trailers on this one is that I, well, I could say this Well, watching the trailers. I was pleasantly surprised when I saw happy and when I saw Tony, yeah, like yeah, in the it was, trailer. It, it was cool seeing I happy. Was, in I there. was like, Oh, yeah. that is fantastic. Yeah, like they're cool involved. Happy. Mm-hmm. And I, and I'm with you, man. I hope that maybe there's a few more minutes of the, the Tony Stark. Um, I'm your father figure. I'm not going to hug you, but I'm, I am hugging you. Yeah. Um, he's hugging him. Don't even get me started <laughs> on that one. He is giving him a hug. I don't he know. Wasn't like opening he, the door. Look like he was just opening the door to me. Uh, no, that was a hug. <laughs> Tony, Tony, he's, 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 He's a, 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 anyway, he'll, he'll <laughs> simply find a way to use Peter Parker for his own, uh, personal. Uh, yeah. I'm hoping that's, we've that's seen Tony. a, we've seen a turn, but we'll see. Anyway, no, I have the, you know, I love him in no, spite of himself kind of thing. Maybe. Anyway. Yeah. But yep. I, I, but I do, I hope that we only see Tony Stark for a few more minutes of that. And we let, um, we let the Peter Parker Spider-Man storyline shine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, let um, let yeah. let this young man who who is playing yeah. uh, Spider Man Tom Holland, yeah. uh, you know he he encapsulates the the young uh, energy of Peter Parker, yeah. the excitement of Peter Parker. You know his uh, banter in Civil War is great, where he's like, yeah. oh, you know, I mean, he's like impressed by the other heroes. Um, attire yeah. and their gear. Yeah. You know, the trailer shows him watching a video clip of him fighting giant man, you know? Yeah. And yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I too love Iron Man. Of course I love Tony Stark. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Reasonableness, but we don't need Tony to be the, uh, over our co- co-star. No, please. No, we don't. Okay. Yeah. We need, we need him to be a sidekick or not even a sidekick. We need him to be a, um, advisor, a mentor, the helping hand on the side. Yes. Keep, yes. keep your nose out of the, keep your nose out of trouble, kid. You know, that's the guy we need. And so this is that's the it. first, the first time that I can remember, man, that we're going to get three Marvel films in one year. Cause up after Spider-Man homecoming is Thor mm. Ragnarok. Mm. The mm. now, you know, we did, you and I have mentioned that, you know, you and I agree that the Thor standalones while good, they're not terrible by any means. There are plenty of other comic book movies that are, far worse than <laughs> the two standalone Thors. A couple episodes back, we talked about that. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, there's no, a the, lot. I, you're right, man. But the they, they are some of the weakest links. Been, mm-hmm. They have not been too strong. It, it, they're not my favorite. And I know they're, there's I really like the first like, one. I like the humor of the yeah. first one and the visuals, the yeah. visual. When you see Asgard for the first time and you see the, the rainbow Bifrost, Right. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very eye candy. Very sweet. There's, yeah. There's, very there's sweet eye candy. Cool, mm-hmm. A lot of cool visual things. And, um, but by the second one, uh, you know, we see Asgard again and, and it's just the majesty of it all. I just started to get a little, 
you know, I'm, I love the grittiness of, that's why I loved Iron Man, right? It was gritty. It was raw. The, he polished it up later on, but it started off really gritty and dirty. And I felt like, you know, with, with Thor, it, it immediately intros with polish and, um, well, it's, you, it's you, you Royal, him, it's Regal. Yeah. yeah. You, he drops into the gritty to build himself back up, which is cool. But I don't know, like the, it was just, uh, it grew on, it, it, um, graded on me, I guess I should say Like it didn't, it just kind of was like, okay, like I'm, I get it. I get it. I get it. Well, Thor Ragnarok looks like it's going to be, uh, Avengers 2.75. Uh, oh yeah, since man. Civil War was Avengers 2.5. Thor Ragnarok right. will be 2.75. Uh, it, Planet you know, some, Hulk, man. Yeah, there will it's be. confirmed. Well, well, I don't know if it's necessarily Planet yeah. Hulk, but there'll be some themes of Planet Hulk where they're going to have to fight in a gladiatorial, you know, Thor's not going to have Mjolnir. He's yeah, going to have to, he's going to be stripped of some of his godlike uh, abilities. Rumors are now floating around that Doctor Strange. We do know that, you know, Thor and Strange have a great interaction uh, in the very end cool. credits. Yeah, it's very and, cool. And this is a type of storyline that Strange can fit into very well. Now... I'm I'm leery of strange overkill so quickly. Uh, if he is in yeah. Ragnarok, uh, that's cool. I'm down with that. Uh, Loki again is the re- main returning villain. We've missed Loki. Uh, be interesting to see where yeah, they man. go with him. This could be Loki's death. And where is Odin in all this? I, th- that to me is I'm excited for the Planet Hulk stuff. I'm excited for that. Yeah. How does Banner get into space? We know in the comics it was yeah, Tony Stark and Reed Richards who yeah. shot him into space, got him out of there. Got but, him I mean, out this, there. this, but it, or we is this Doctor space Sh- travel? With with um with Thor, like Thor can or does Strange jump, right? send him to another dimension? That uh, could be a Strange too. just take it upon yeah. himself. You know, yeah, we could, don't yeah. know. And this is the one that we really we we have gotten nothing but still shots of yeah. Thor Ragnarok. We there's been no, yeah. which is surprising because we're Armor, getting ver- like there is stuff. there has not been a teaser trailer. There's been nothing. Yeah. So we you know. Does it does the movie start with a banner Hulk rampage and Strange intervenes and mm. puts him in a nice little bubble and sends him to goodbye? Right, I'm going to take care of you right now. You know, we we tried with Hulkbuster armor that didn't work. We tried with a, a armorized. Um, I'm I'm assuming it was a vibranium style cage in Avengers two mm. that didn't work. Yeah. So no. now we're just going to send you to outer space and you'll get to figure it out. Or does he willfully choose? To go to outer space. Well, he, I mean, if we, you know, it doesn't, it's, it's obvious, but in Avengers two, when the, you know, his final scene is turning, he just flies away, right? He just flies flies away. away. Uh And I think, you know, obviously that was a a great move on that character's part. Mm -hmm. And he does that as Hulk. He doesn't do that as banner. He very touching moment because Hulk is very self-aware at that moment. Yep. And we've, the only times we've seen Hulk, you know, completely flip out and be uncontrollable was when he was being affected by Loki, by, by or the Scarlet um, Witch, or Scarlet. Yeah. So there was, you know, with him, he knows he's very vulnerable, but he's he's he knows Hulk. No, he calls him the other guy, but it's not two people. It's not two personalities. It's Bruce Banner the entire time, and Bruce Banner is, I think, from Avengers two moving forward. Bruce Banner has learned how to be Hulk and stay in that state. And I think, and still have the rationale of Bruce Banner and still have the, which is what he, which is what he learns to do in the comics over time, which is where planet Hulk. And if if you know comics, which is where planet Hulk walks right in because Mm -hmm. he stays in the Hulk state. 
but he is continuously still Bruce Banner um, on the inside. Like he knows Bruce Banner. He knows what Bruce Banner knows. And they, yeah. they split the personality, but it, it's the same person, but it's Bruce Banner being able to control um, himself while being in the Hulk state. And I Absolutely. think we'll see, I'm excited to see some, some planet Hulk, um, you know, callbacks or, or uh, planet Hulk memorabilia come out with all the armor and, uh, very cool. I'm, oh man, it's gonna be, I'm gonna be a lot of cheap about it. Gonna, gonna be, be a cool. lot of cool toys for that one as well. Too. Oh he, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that one. That yeah, one, yeah, right. Yeah, that one will be in October. And then to close out 2017, Justice yeah. League in November, mm. the symbol Justice nice. League, right? Uh, so it'll be interesting yeah. to see how Wonder Woman, you know, kind of you know leads into that. We're we're gonna we're gonna get the cinematic origin of Wonder Woman. Uh, from what it sounds like, it's not going to be, uh, it's going to be very similar to new 52, uh, with maybe some sprinkling of pre-crisis, you know, origins for Wonder Woman. Yeah. The Zeus yeah. creator out of clay and whatnot. Uh, we've seen the comic con trailer for justice league, you know, very cool, you know, Bruce Wayne going to recruit Barry Allen, going to recruit Arthur. So a little bit of banter between Diana and Bruce. Yeah. Uh, cyborg who I really, really hope they touch up that, that CGI. I feel confident that they will yeah. look, looks a little rough. If you guys remember yeah. when, when the Iron Man trailer first debuted in, uh, late 2007, one yeah. of the first criticisms was like, yeesh, right? Oh yeah. my gosh. They fixed it accordingly. Right. So yeah. uh, I have a feeling that cyborg will probably be, you know, touched up as well too. Uh, and then of course, you know, Superman's going to be in it he, he's in the still shots, uh, in some promotional stuff. It'll be interesting yeah. to see how they bring him back. Will it be similar to the death of Superman in the comics where I think it, yeah, he's in I a think it might be dude. I, that'd be I very think, cool. Um, Regeneration some, chamber. Yeah. When the, in the, some of the promo photos, they had the black suit, uh, silver, yeah, yeah. The silver and black suit. And, so, and, I, you know, it might be Superman just a, looking like a, a little con- suit. Yeah. And looking yeah. a little confused, like really not kind of sure what is going on. And yeah, I'd love um, that 90. I'd love that like early nineties mullet too, man. I yeah, think right? that would be yeah, dude, Hey look. man, if you're going to do the death of Superman and then the return of Superman, he's got to be rocking that mullet, man. He's got to be rocking rock the long hair, man. Like, uh, let's you get know, that mullet going. You know, my hope for justice league and, and I, and I feel it, I feel it's going to be very good. I, I am looking yeah. forward to it. I think it's going to be really great. My my hope for Justice League is that uh, the Justice League is not the Justice League uh, without Superman. Right. Uh, and it's really not the Justice League without the Trinity, right? Without Superman, yeah, it's, Diana, it's and Batman. It's got to have those three. Now, yeah. it can it can function uh, with one of them not around, but it is the most effective because you have, you know, just the the human will of Batman, the, the incredible, you know, otherworldly power of Superman and the, the wisdom of the gods with Diana. So it's, it's this in the, in the warrior mentality that, that I think Gal Gadot is going to bring full force that uh, my hope for justice league though, is I would like to see Cal not until like the final act. Hmm. I don't want it to start yeah, with regeneration maybe. chamber, right? Is, you know, cause Superman really is what makes the justice league work. Right. True. Yeah. He is the leader of the justice league. Batman yeah. is, is not the leader. Nope. Uh, he, he never tries to be. And in, in the comics and even in the cartoon, the cartoon is great. 
when Batman does try to lead, it's it doesn't that's yeah. that's not mm. one of his strong suits, right? Hey, there, and, you know, he worked alone for a long time for yeah, a big and anytime reason. exactly, and anytime <laughs> he's tried to assemble a team uh, where he's the leader, uh, he ends up really alienating everyone around him, right? And in <laughs> Diana's that that's not her thing right. either, right? So, yeah. uh, Justice League, I'm very excited for that one, and you know, it'll be cool. the fourth in the um, DCEU, and again. You know, to your point, the trailers look like they're going to give us a. You can still be gritty. You can still be dark. Maybe, yeah, uh, if Steppenwolf is the the villain uh, for Justice League, which according to you know, if you watch the extended cut, the rated R cut of Dawn of Justice, that looks like who the villain will be is Steppenwolf, who's like the forebearer of Dark Side. Um, it you know it's 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 not going to be you know uh, Ace Ventura. You know, you know, slapping our <laughs> knees and talking out our butts, uh, but no, but it, it's going to be charming and it's going to have that, um, you know, and and not to, I'm not throwing DC versus Marvel here, but Marvel had a really, they do a really good job. They know how to, at, they know how to balance the dark and the, at, in the, in the. Lighthearted. It's like you just right. you just can't be the crow in every right, movie, man. Like you you've know? got yeah, you've got you've got to give us something, give us a break. And you know there was a, a lot of moments in Doctor Strange where I you know personally was just kind of like okay, like I've had okay, like we can move on with the story without another gag, like we really can. And there was a moments in Doctor Strange where I had that with with that cloak just chasing him around. I was after, like, I was, yeah, yeah okay. it felt a little Keystone Cops after a while, and I'm like, okay, already. Would you? Just just yeah, you know, play, cue the Benny Benny Hill music, right? Uh, <laughs> so, but again, just put the again, cape like, on already. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but again, like that's the deal, man. Like we have we have these this movie these movies that that have been uh, thematically dark from the beginning so far. Like when we've only had two, and they've both been super dark. Well, we've um, had we've had three: Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad. Oh, squad. Yeah. Don't forget um, the squad. Well, while it doesn't play into the overall arch yeah. of dark side, it, it might. No, it, yeah, it, might, it might. It might. You never know. Yeah. Though, Scoos, obviously. Scoos guy squid. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, Superman's death is is a prevailing theme of the suit. And we talked about this. Right. Yeah, we as did. Well too. Um, but yeah. So, you know, glad to see that they're going to be a little bit more lighthearted yeah. with that. Uh, so I know we're getting short on time. Uh, just a quick preview, guys, as you know, time marches on with this show and these movies, we get closer. We're obviously going to be talking more about them before we sign off, though. Last week, uh, I mentioned that Rob Liefeld. Uh, yeah. One of the original co-creators of Image Comics, one of our personal favorites, we love Image. Yeah, man. Is uh, tinkering with the idea of bringing the extreme universe <laughs> to movie. Mm-hmm. And for those yeah. who may not have ever read Image Comics, please reference our Image Comics show. I think it's one of our finest. Watch the Image Comics movie, uh, Beyond Image. Yeah, the documentary, um, yeah. It's fantastic. It's available on iTunes. You can rent it, I think, for like four bucks, five bucks, something like that. It's worth well, it. wor- well worth the money. Um, I, I'm personally for me, uh, you know, I just picked up a, a image book today, an old school image book. You can find it on our Twitter feed. I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. It's called extreme sacrifice. It's very much a Rob Liefeld book. There's yeah. no question about that. Splash pages, huge calves, no feet. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it is definitely a Rob, a Rob Liefeld produced, uh, 
storyline. Um, you like that? <laughs> oh, buddy. Oh, man. You've said, you said everything that I was going to say about Rob Liefeld <laughs> in that moment. So I'm done with Rob. Like, I don't need to, uh, to chime in on that. Holy crap. That's funny. So, uh, no feet. Know, yeah, I know. <laughs> Huge calves, no feet. So, um, Dude, there's this one character in this story, though, I got to tell you, who is nothing but muscles. And it's just, it's like, I'm looking at it, I'm just like, oh, for the love of Pete, man, this guy's probably got like (laughs) 0.00000, like 2% body fat. He's just muscle. Dude, dude, man, when you're when your comic company is named uh, Extreme, yeah, right. Oh. Like, there's only so much. You know, you I, you I, have to draw one more layer of muscle fibers. I feel like I should be <laughs> drinking a Mountain Dew when I when I you know, dude. Um, put put my uh, put my snap back on ha- backwards oh, and yeah, right. Uh, oh man, get my, just... get my tie dye tank top. Well, dude, this and... trade paperback was released in 1995. So, I mean, yeah, it's buddy. definitely a 90s era Rob Liefeld special. That yeah. being said, um, again, t- time's drawing short. I want to get your take on this. Uh, I would not be opposed sure, to uh, Youngblood, uh, Brigade, Prophet, Supreme, all of these, which really, you know, when if you take them, and we're not trying to throw our friend Rob Liefeld under the bus here, okay, but it. Rob Liefeld has a style and he, he doesn't deviate from said style. Okay. And so he's got his thing. And if you take it for what it's worth, you know, Burger King makes great burgers. They're sloppy. They're messy. You know exactly what you're getting every time you get a Whopper. Right. So that's how I feel about a Rob Liefeld book. They're, they're fun. They're splashy, big pages, big colors, big guns, big muscles. It's, it's popcorn comic books for your brain. Right. And so if you're expecting something like the killing joke, well then you probably shouldn't be reading young blood. What, what I would like to see is young blood return to print. I would be very interested. In fact, I I would, I would make that a part of my monthly read, uh, to see those guys come back. Yeah. I want to just, you know, give the, give the reasonableness your thoughts, you know, on, on the extreme, a potential extreme, you know, cinematic universe and, yeah. Where you think Rob uh, should take these characters before maybe <laughs> trying to make big time money? Because the, the movies we just talked about that are going to come yeah. out in the theaters, let's face it, folks, they're all going to make a ton of cash. Okay, none oh, of these yeah. none of these movies are going to lose money. Not right. one of them. They, yeah. They're all going to make a ton of money. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to let you have it, man. Go for it. No, dude. Uh. Well, thank you, sir. No, I um, I actually would love to see it. And here's here's where I'm at with it. I want. Th- Here's, here's where I go a little hyperbole, but I honestly want to them to give, uh, Rob, I want them to give Rob Liefeld, um, civil war money. I want them to fund his first movie with $250 million. Oh, wow. Okay. And I want them to enforce one rule and that would be the costumes must match the comics <laughs> and that is your rule and you, you want those big it. shoulder pads and oh, pouches buddy. and I want big guns hey i want the hair i want that spiky 90s everyone like, has overdone. everyone has wolverine hair crazy hair dude, let me show you the let me show you the cover art to this dude um yeah dude <laughs> look at that the, the yeah the the side like over to the side part it's like flowy yeah that's totally wolverine right there good job liefeld um yeah. i know right yeah that that who is that character on the back there troll troll 
smokes has a haircut like Logan and smokes a cigar, but definitely is not Wolverine. Definitely, definitely not a copy. Definitely didn't inspire that character whatsoever. Mm, no. They are completely different in every single way. Um, but I seriously, man, like if they do this, that's what I want. I want, I want those '90s colors. I want wow. that stupid hair. Splash want, pages brought to I life, man. Just, just <laughs> right out, just right. ripped, ripped from the pages, John. Nice. That's what I really want to see because we have yet to really see a comic book, a movie um, that really embodies coming straight out of the comics besides Watchmen. Um, or or the, the uh, Sin City look like City. the comic, right? Yeah, uh, 300, yeah, yeah. 300, you know, had that yeah. look, right? Yeah, yeah, but we haven't seen any of the big splashy, like... Like superhero, <laughs> yeah, like... Monstrous guys. Yeah, right. And I want, I want every i want them to hire these like roided up bodybuilders <laughs> <laughs> like teach them a few lines and dude grunt, let's do this grunt their way through a two-hour movie th- <laughs> <laughs> you have four lines in a two-hour movie and two of those lines are <laughs> like I, I want the extreme action man i, love I, like, it, dude. I would love to see rob liefeld at the helm turn it up to 11 because it's going to be absurd and i'm gonna it's going to be stupid and i'm gonna play it five times a day so how about that, that absurd uh, how that about obnoxious. a return to a return to print would you be interested if young blood made its way back into the local comic book stores because i i would love oh, yeah, it man. with the caveat get your stuff out on time because that is what killed young blood <laughs> you know and i well, said this in our image yeah. show i firmly believe that if rob had not overextended himself and i think this is where the challenge is with the cinematic universe sure these characters, uh, again, Youngblood, Supreme, Chapel, Prophet, Brigade, Bloodstrike, yeah. they were all, you know, you could definitely see their Marvel influences. But that being said, they, they were still, you know, some very cool char- characters and, and dynamics that were going on. The problem was that Rob didn't take the same approach that Eric Larson and, and uh, Todd McFarlane did with Savage Dragon and Spawn is right. developing an origin for these characters. And it's like, yeah, we got, you know, big splash pages and great art and... But we also had a reason to care about these characters. And you know, by the time Youngblood was getting to like issue number 10 and issue number 11, it's like, why should I care about these characters? Because you're not really giving me any reason. And, and Jim Lee did the same thing with Wildcats, right? That, that, you know, sexy, hot chicks and big guys with muscles and great art will only get you so far. Then you're like, okay, why would I invest in this character? Because and so, it's extreme, John. Yeah, because right. It's extreme. And, and I believe, yeah, <laughs> just, and I believe 100% that if Rob hadn't overextended himself, sure. was saying, oh, now I'm going to make this comic. Now I'm going to do this one. Now this one. Now this one. Now this one. Well, he couldn't even get Youngblood, which, by the way, up until, you know, not too long ago, was one of the best selling independent books of all time was Youngblood yeah. number one. Yeah. outsold spawn number one and spawn yes, number did. one and spawn number one was huge young blood was like dude you even today if you try to get a first print young blood number one in in a really good condition you're probably going to spend about 25 or 30 bucks for it now yeah, it's man. definitely at one point it was like you know ridiculously overpriced but still 25 or 30 dollars that's that's right. some cash for that book yeah man so, you know, but they've been out of the limelight for so long and he didn't really take the, t- at least in my opinion, as a fan, and I enjoyed Youngblood, he didn't take the time for me to really care about these characters. And I said in our image show that I believe that had the time been taken with Youngblood, yeah. that, you know, debuted in, in the early 90s, 
that if we were to, you know, jump to 2017 now, that they would be right up there with the Avengers and the X-Men and the Justice yeah, League. Possible, man. They yeah. they would be the the Avengers of Image, would be Youngblood, yeah, you know, and it and it he couldn't get books out on time. He overextended himself. Now he sees all this money that Marvel and DC are are, are <laughs> making. And you want a piece of that cash, man. And and we've told Valiant, take it easy, guys. Take it easy. We know yeah. that, that that is super tempting. He Sony. saw the insane amount of money that Deadpool made. And let's face it, guys, Rob Liefeld did not create Deadpool. He drew Deadpool. He didn't create Deadpool. He drew Deadpool. And Deadpool actually got better. Now, you guys know I'm not a big Deadpool fan, but Deadpool got better <laughs> when Rob left and, and started to become the character that we see today. Right. Um, I would say, man, dude... He, I know it's, it's exciting. You want to say, dude, I want a piece of that. I want that. I want that movie money. You know, you see all that money that, you know, Captain America makes and all that money that Batman makes and all that money that Ant-Man and Dr. Strange and Superman and all these movies, you know, say, Oh, I got to tell you, Rob, uh, Shaft and Bad Rock from Youngblood will not make Avengers money. It won't. No, and, and because I, they've been gone know, for too yeah. long. They've been gone yeah. for too long. I can walk into my local comic book shops, Ryan. You can say the same thing. I don't see any, I don't, I don't, you know, I see retro posters all over the place in the two comic shops that I visit. Not one of them is a young blood poster. Yeah. Not one, not one. Know. Right. But, yeah, but I see retro spawn. I see retro Spider-Man. I see retro Batman. I see retro dragon. I see retro the max, which hasn't been in print for forever in a flipping day. Yeah. But I don't see a young blood. Th- those have been out of the comic limelight for forever. And yeah. my advice would be get them back into print, get them back into the comic book shops. Whether you got to make nicey nice with image, right? Or <laughs> which may be too much to ask for. But that that's where I see it. I would love to see Young Blood get reestablished as a book first. I would read it. Like I said, it's it's Burger King. It's yeah, man. it's sloppy and delicious. And Heavy I know it's action. A, yeah the um. But yeah, I'm, and I and I'd say all that, of course, with hyperbole. But the I would really like to, I would love to see um, a focus in that area before we started talking movies and shows. Uh, I had to look it up. Um, Deadpool has been credited with Liefeld and Fabian Nasizia. So he he is a co-creator. Uh, that's from the Wikipedia article that I'm looking at. Well, Wikipedia is, is always right. Uh, well, no, I mean, hey, I'm going to take you at your word. I I. I thought I thought Liefeld was simply credited with the look of Deadpool, but the creation of the character was Fabian. That uh, I think that's the I think that's the argument. To be honest, I think that's well, where I, the argument happens because they don't. Okay. they're not getting they don't get along from what I'm seeing here. The Fabian, <laughs> of course, and, well, and, I bet, I mean, Rob, Rob Liefeld like, doesn't get along with someone. I mean, yeah, what? seriously, man. Um, but no, anyway, that's, I just wanted okay, to throw no, that hey, out there. That dude, I, I am, a, I'm more than happy to be corrected, uh, in, in that, but, uh, but again, when, when, with, when he, when he left Marvel though, when he left Marvel and, and yeah. went to start image, Fabian continued with Deadpool and right, Dead, yeah. Deadpool started to achieve better success because the character just kind of went from being, you know, a, a badass looking guy, you know, in. Was he, was, 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 now, was he a part of X-Force? Deadpool was a member um, of X-Force for a while, The New right? Mutants. New Mutants? Was he, but New he Mutants. wasn't in X-Force. Uh, he was in X-Force. Okay, okay. Yeah, so both. But he, I think he kicked off with New Mutants, and then, um, and then after that uh, was in X-Force. But okay, yeah. yeah. Him and, but yeah, him so I mean, but, 
with that and, and domino to, domino to wrap there, yeah. but the um but yeah i i think if we saw a, a re um we'd have to see a completely different rob liefeld though uh with a person who would focus on the comic and focus on getting that material um understood and i think that would be the the piece of that yeah. is to it's to not just make the comic and not just to make, just draw the character and do what it is like you have to make these characters understood and and you have to draw people in to want to know more about these characters and right now you know uh the 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 last time rob liefeld was really in the spotlight from all this was because of deadpool and the deadpool movie like that's kind of that brought him back into where had the brief cameo right he was very little very brief cameo Hey Rob. Um, hey, yeah. you know, that's you know, essentially uh, what it was. Yeah. Stan, Stan Lee had more uh, more of a cameo than 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 the creator <laughs> of Liefeld, right? Did. Yeah. You know, now, say fate, what you want did, about say what you want about him like but if he helped create the character and but you know, we give Stan Lee the bigger, you know, spotlight here like there's got like I understand it was a side nod, but man, there could be a, a little bit of a better side nod than than a Hey Liefeld <laughs> but I hey, don't if know. You, Maybe that's just th- me. But th- this could be a topic for another show. But if you if you heard the theory that Stan that there is a this is where we start venturing into some conspiracy theory. But it's fun conspiracy Ooh. theory that there is a there is a school of thought that I this is something we can maybe hit on the next show. Okay. There's a school of thought that I I kind of subscribe to oh. is that Marvel Studios along with Fox. And at the time, Sony, now we know Sony and Marvel are, are buddies, at least when it comes to Spider-Man, how, all have an agreement yeah. that they have one shared character, and that is the Watcher. And the Watcher is portrayed by Stan Lee. Huh. Okay. We'll have to dig into that. Think about that, Reasonableness. Yeah. And I know, I, that, I do, I know that's yeah. not a new one. It's one that I subscribe to just a little bit. It, yeah. it makes a little bit of sense that... That is the only little thing that would tie in, you know, the Fox universe and the Marvel yeah. studios is that Stanley represents the watcher mm-hmm. and, uh, in all of those movies. And that's the reason why you see him in all of those movies. That is a very interesting theory. Yeah. I really kind of like that theory. Yeah. Well, Hey, um, before we wrap, there's one last thing, uh, that I would like to just kind of call out. Um, we had before the actually right on the holiday, uh, we had a good friend of ours, a fan of the show, Greg Groth, Greg Grothy, um, send us an email uh, and just kind of talk a little bit about when, after our show about the uh, very Wookiee Batman special. And he had some some little notes to to kind of say, and he's just like, "Hey man, I just wanted to touch base with you know touch, touch base, send a note, saying thank you and all that fun stuff, and thank you for listening, Greg. Um, that's really awesome." But he pulled it out two things that I thought were kind of cool. Um, and one of those was that he, he wanted to talk a little bit about Diana's outfits and how she was always wearing some sort of gold, um, in her outfits. Uh, she's never in, unless she was in the, um, the hotel room in a robe, every other scene you see her, she's got gold on her. Oh, in Dawn of Justice. Okay. In Dawn not, of Justice. Not, yeah. not the overall character of Wonder Woman. Cause she does wear, cause her bracelets are gold. Her bracelets are gold. And so the thought was, she just, she loves that bling is she loves the bling. Uh Is it some sort of, um, he was, he felt it was a forewarning of who she really was or even how she keeps her weapons close for emergencies. Oh, and that's where, that's where I kind of picked up. I was like, man, it could be almost like a, could it be like this extremist armor kind of, kind of idea where she doesn't really put the armor on. It is summoned 
to her. Oh, okay. I see. Right? <laughs> like, she doesn't pick it up I'm out trying of the to bag. figure, like, it her, like, summoned... catching on fire and blowing up. I'm like, no, extremist. No. What? <laughs> Or the, no, I'm sorry, the edge, uh, cutting edge armor. Okay. That's what I meant to All say, right. cutting right. edge armor. <laughs> like extremists. Which was extremist <laughs> yes. area. Yeah, but right. cutting you're edge, right. where mm-hmm. uh, where Tony Stark actually embeds the armor into his skin yes. in the comics. But with her, is it like a summoning thing where she kind of summons the armor to her uh, and it it, it appears? Okay. Or is it like, I got to go, it's in my bag in the car. And I gotta <laughs> Let go me go get on. dressed. Uh <laughs> Oh, that, you know, that's kind an interesting, a, well, it's an interesting question point. because it, it does look like, and, and you know, the, the great observation by Greg, by the way, fantastic. Yeah, there's, there's another really good one too. Well, you know, it, what's interesting too is, uh, in the, in Dawn of Justice where you see Diana for the first time and yeah. Luthor is giving his toast and you're like, what? And he just kind of gets lost and rambling yeah. and, but he mentions Zeus and the Greek yeah. gods. And there's a great little scene where Diana rolls her eyes like, oh, brother. Yeah. That like, you know, he clearly doesn't know anything yeah, what no he's idea. talking about, <laughs> uh, which leads me to to the conclusion to kind of go with what what Greg is saying. And what you're saying is that uh, is Diana going to be portrayed, you know, in the standalone Wonder Woman film as not just an Amazonian warrior, uh, but as a goddess and. And she's kind of flip-flopped back and forth depending on which era of DC that you're in. Sometimes she's sure. just a warrior. Other times she's a goddess, right? Uh, and and with that comes what, again, you know, to quote Thor, what you consider magic we call science. So in, right. in uh, Diana's world, what we would go like, it's magic. She's like, no, it's just really kind of how our stuff works. Right, right? exactly. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. And so that's what that's where I was kind of like, he, he sparked that that um that conversation and i was thinking wow man like that would be a cool way to kind of get her armor on is that she, it's just summoned and that's where yeah that's where she is that'd be very cool the, mm-hmm. the second the second thing that um that i didn't catch that you may have caught but i don't remember us talking about it um he says uh in the batman um in bvs uh when batman carries superman to the foyer and drops him several stories there's graffiti on the wall in yes. latin and okay. You, you you noticed this? Um, oh no, no, the the Latin I didn't catch. I thought maybe he's oh. referred to the green the green question marks. Mm-mm. There's some green question marks that are painted on the wall as well too, oh, referring to the Riddler. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a there, there's Riddler then, and that's a really cool uh, oh. Easter egg. There's a second Easter egg in Latin. It says, uh, "I'm going to butcher the mess out of this, just so everybody knows." Um, but it's "Qui custo custodie ipsos custodes." Okay. And, and I've ruined it. Uh, <laughs> essentially, it uh, translates to who will watch the watchers or who <sighs> will watch the watchmen. Uh, homage to another Zack Snyder to the movie. Yeah. Um, and then I was, you know, but also off plays the conversation into, plays about into rebirth. How, how watchmen are now inside of yes, the DC comic they are in, universe. Yeah. So part of very DC cool rebirth. Yeah, man. Yeah. Very cool observations and things that I, uh, definitely, uh, didn't catch, but really loved, uh, being able to spark the conversation. Yeah, That's, so that's thanks, cool, Greg. man. Dude, Greg with the Eagle eye. Hey, you know, I'm going to give Greg a little Easter egg. If we're going to talk about the Watchmen. uh, yeah. in, in the movie, the Watchmen, when the thugs come to kill the comedian, he, uh, lives in apartment number 300. There you go. Yeah, right? So it may just Another be Zack, Zack Snyder, Snyder talking yeah. about his own movies over and over again. <laughs> Zack Snyder talking about his own movies. Hmm. That's up there <laughs> with Rob Life. Yeah, it's up there with Rob Liefeld talking <laughs> about his own comics. Interesting oh, how that baby. works. Greg, thank you. Greg has yeah, also man. written Saucy Riffs and Tasty Licks before as well, too. Yeah. He's, well, thanks, he's, Greg. Thanks for being our fan, Greg. 
<laughs> thanks thanks for writing in. Absolutely. All right, Ryan, well, hey, dude, we, we went a little longer than expected, but that's okay. Yeah. That's all right, man. What, that's what, no big uh, deal for me, man. But oh, okay. uh, hey, yeah. this has been Reasonable Fanboys. My name is Ryan. I am John. Thanks for listening and have a great day.